What up, what up, what up, what up? This is episode two of the Illogical Sense podcast with me, Busby, and JC. What's happening? And your girl, Ivana Mama. Yep, yep, yep. This is episode two. And when I started this podcast, I just wanted to do it for myself. I wanted to spread my voice out there to the world and a way for express myself with my friends and all that stuff. But it's been going on for the past, what, week or two? Has just been really just been weighing on my mind very heavy. I haven't. I do want. I do not want to talk about it. I kind of didn't want to talk about it, but I felt this is like the time and place and the placement to do it. So last week there was yet another killing of an innocent black man when all he was doing was selling CDs and pretty much he was killed while being black on camera. And yet again, the police. It was on camera. The police shot him. And then a day later, another black man was killed in Minnesota while he was in the car with his children and all that. And there's been a lot of protests, a lot of speeches, just a whole lot of bullshit. And honestly, I'm just kind of tired of it. I'm tired of hearing all this shit. I'm tired of all the protesting. I'm tired of all the hashtags because it's just not proving anything. Hashtags aren't working right now. So I don't know how I'm doing. I don't know how we're going to get through this. But all I know is that we could just pray up. Just pray up. Because at the end of the day, they don't really care about us. They don't care about us, but I know for one thing that I love myself. And at the end of the day, everything's going to be all right. And that's all I got to say about that. Um, pretty much piggybacking off that. Uh, this is something that um, people like myself and, and Busby uh, have grown up dealing with our entire lives. I mean, this is... Uh, this is the black man experience, if you want to call it that. Um, we're taught at a young age to uh, act differently than our other counterparts uh, when it comes to interactions with the police. We're taught to be just a little bit more polite when it comes to the police, uh, more quiet, more still. And even that is proven not to be as effective as, as you know, I'm basically... It doesn't matter whether you're uh, you're hollering, hooting, or you you know sitting down quiet. At some point, there's there's still a common meaning, there's, and that's something that really needs to be rectified at this point. Um, you would think in a day and age where technology provides video footage on a situation that you know people will receive the benefit of the doubt. Um, my thoughts on it. Uh, again, I've, I've grown up with this, but in seeing the events take place in Dallas. Um, that's not the way and we got to find, we got to find a common ground. Um, to me, it doesn't matter how many, how many lives have been taken as far as black brown lives. When you start intertwining that and start taking cop lives, then we're moving into a whole another stratosphere that none of us wants to go in and we need to find a different route. Um, you know, we need less demanding as far as you know this is my way or the highway we need more empathy we need more sympathy we need more love at the end of the day um so again my, my i wish i could say i'm i'm surprised by everything i'm not eventually you know everything with from trayvon to mike brown and other instances leading up i was vocal on social media then saying you know you can only you can only push a dog so so long not trying to use that reference to, you know, reference black people. It's an analogy. You can only push for a long before the dog starts to bite back. Mm -hmm. And Dallas, um, 
I don't want to say that that was uh, directly inclusive on the Black Lives Matter um, because the uh, the guy that did it acted alone. Um, More of a warning. Yeah, I mean, I mean you know, it, at, at, the end, at the end of the day, it, like I said, it's not a route that we want to go towards. Um, so, you know, it, it, we, we need to find some common ground with, within, you know, the diversity crowd and as well as common ground within ourselves. Um, so prayers up to everybody. Don't let this, uh, don't let this deteriorate your, your positive energy and make you bitter or evil towards each other. Um, if anything, allow this to, to open your hearts and, and try to come together so that way we can all try to find a reasonable solution. And uh, that's my thoughts on that. Such a sensitive topic. Um, I don't know what the hell I would do if I was in your guys' shoes or if I was a black male. I, it's ridiculous. If I have to text people that I love, like, y'all, like, make sure if you do get, do get stopped don't do anything that's sad like don't move like don't do any hands up that's so sad and i i can't even imagine being in that position and you have all these protests going on um i gotta give a shout out to the game for doing that silent protest that was dope like i read a text message that he had sent out and it was like leave the woman at home leave the kids at home we're gonna march in silence it's you know there was no talking it was a silent protest and that was pretty dope um, I had a touch base on uh, Rosenberg's uh, view on the whole situation. He's right. He's like, where are the cops? Why aren't the cops going against the cops? Where, why aren't you guys standing up against each other? Like, what's... You, anytime somebody comes up and said, Anytime somebody interviews a cop, it's just like, oh, well, you know. You know, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's really ridiculous. Um, we need some gun control. Um... We gotta figure something out, man. Cause we, it's not enough. These hashtags, like Buzzy said, they're not doing anything. And then you got like hashtag wars, like blue lives matter, black lives matter, all lives matter. It's like a war between all of that. And then you got people saying, you know, well, it, it starts with uh, black on black, blacks against black, or, you know, what are we doing about that? It's just a hot, it's just a mess. It's a, it's a real mess. And I just wanna know, like, what do you guys think is the solution? Like, what? can be done what can we do more than what we're doing nothing you just gotta <laughs> wait you know there's a, there's a lot of the, all the music that i've been listening to lately it's just been about this and 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 uh we're going to talk about school IQ's um, album in a little bit and he mentioned on twitter that he had wrote um some of his songs that pertain to the situation a year ago and um i mean stuff was still going on a year ago but it's just more relevant now and, and I listen to YG's album, and it's just blacks and browns, and it's like all of this is just hitting home right now. And what's, what's even more crazy is how Jay-Z released his spiritual record, and he wanted to release it last year, but then he just felt like it's still relevant to this day. And then it just dropped after all this crap happened, and he's just like, fuck, man. It's just all fucked up. Everything's fucked up right now, but we just got to pray on it, you know, and... I just wanted to like start the show off just like this. I didn't want to dwell on it. I didn't want to do it because, you know, just bring a somber mood. The world's already fucked up as it is. But on the lighter side, Schoolboy hey, Q. Before we get into that. What the hell, bro? It's just like Kendrick said, man. Oh. Uh, we going to be all right, man. Of course. We going to be all right. We going to be all right. 
I said that earlier, but you know. <laughs> you know, speaking of TDE, Schoolboy Q dropped his, what, sophomore album? Or was it like third album, mixtape? How do you want to call this? You just I you call it his sophomore album and for major his for a major, major label. label. This so. is his, it's his sixth project overall. But six, yeah, he had two mixtapes prior. Oh, before uh, setbacks. Okay, so yeah, this is his I guess sophomore major label project, the Blank Face LP, and you know I was pretty excited about it. But when it comes to Schoolboy Q, I'm very just eh about him. Like he's cool. Don't get me wrong. When I hear him on his features, he's cool and all that. But when I heard Habits and Contradictions, like, it was cool, and then I just started just dwelling, and it was just, eh. It, got, it grew on me over time, and that's the same thing that happened with Oxymoron. I was very, eh, on it at first, and then it just grew on me. So, Blank Face, as of right now, it has some heaters on there, like, you know, like, John Murr. Is that how you call it? John Murr? John Murr. John Murr. Yeah, that shit slaps all the way through. Dope Dealer with E-40. I love Dope Dealer. He actually liked Dope Dealer, huh? I like Dope Dealer. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, yeah, there's, like, a lot of smacking records on there, but then it just, to me, it just feels kind of eh. Like, to me. But it's not bad. You know, it's just eh. It just has to grow on me. Because I kind of feel the same way. I don't know. I just don't. I don't know. It's just not for me. I guess. Yeah. Like you gotta be in. Not the end. One of the songs with Miguel. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, and Black Thoughts. Yeah, Black Thoughts was pretty dope. But the the song that I was referencing. You know, but when JC when hit me up when the album dropped, he was just like, "Yo, it's album of the year. It's fucking amazing." Uh, Not say it's album of the year. Album of the year contender. That's what you said. Album of the Year material. We okay. should find out. We shall see. Okay, you know, he was bigging it up. And I was like, oh, okay. And I listened to it, and I was just like, I gotta let it grow on me. So, you know, it's cool. It's for, not bad. It's, it's not, not bad. great. Yeah, there you go. It's not <laughs> great. You know, it, and it's better than Oxymoron. I could give you that. It's way better than Oxymoron, in my opinion. But, like I said, it's gonna grow on me, so give, give me, like, a few months, and I'll probably enjoy it. So, now you just go in. I love this album. I know you do. Like it's from <laughs> top to bottom, like it's a, it's a true genuine experience. Like he, I like the fact he came out and he was like, yeah, my last album was, you know, I made some good decisions that you know I like. I also would have made some bad decisions and leaving off some records that the labels want me to put on, uh, which was Man of the Year, and then Studio, which ended up being platinum selling singles. Um, so he admitted both, you know, his goods and, you know, the stuff he needed to work on both as an artist and businessman. But I like his, I liked his approach overall to this, where he didn't care about singles and Groovy Tony and that part are perfect proof of that. I mean, there's just raw songs where you can't help but turn them into singles. Like they're so dope. And then the fact that when you listen to the album, Groovy Tony actually has a verse from Jada that that he and then killed it, it. He killed that and one. And then it turns into Eddie Kane, which is for those that have never seen the Five Heartbeats, go back and see the Five Heartbeats. Eddie Kane is one of is the lead singer of the group. Um, five cool. Heartbeats is a classic. Like, by I, the way, I'm gonna yeah. But no, I, I love I love the rawness of uh of Groovy Tony and then Eddie Kane. Um, Ride Out, Ride Out is something that's 
vicious, mm-hmm. that's cold, that's everything that just it just I don't I don't it's just one of those songs where you know it, it just the sound it immediately grabs your attention and the way they ride the hook then Vince Staples leaves down puts down a great verse um by any means if you haven't picked it up by now that's Kendrick in the background on the hook you got to talk about um, a dope dealer man Hey man, shout out to Uncle Forty, dude, for real. And anybody that's dissing that Forty verse, y'all just need to shut the fuck up. Like Forty, Forty is one of the most greatest veteran hip hoppers out there, and everybody in hip hop respects him. So y'all need to put some respect in his name. When Dope Dealer, so the first time I was listening to the album, I was in my room, I had my headphones on, and just everything that came on with Dope Dealer, just the way it's feeling, I already screwed up my face, and I was like, okay, like this, this something's gonna happen, and then. <laughs> It, it just drops and you're like oh like i'm like you pull your hoodie over your face and you're like just shaking your head like they didn't do that like please tell me they didn't do that and you just ride it out and then the second time i played the album i was actually driving um from back from san francisco and um it just amplified it up to where you're driving and like you're like you you know what's coming and it still drops, and you still screw your face up as you're speeding on the freeway. And it's just, it was just, man, that, that record right there, that's a special record. And then, yeah, John, you lead into... Uh, John Mayer? Yeah, you lead that into that one. That shit rides, man. man. That shit rides all the way through. That's like one of those looks like you just, like, nod your head and just, uh, like that. I always replay that record the most. That's one of his best records he's ever made, in my honest opinion. That's, that's dope. I love that record. But then, like, uh, Ivana was saying how... Um, there were two songs that he specifically cited that he wrote a year ago about the topics um, that's going on that we're dealing with in the last week. And they still reign as as far as how uh, consistent with the events as if he wrote it yesterday. Um, The first one being um, Never Change with with SZA on the hook. Um, There's a line where... He says, paranoid, the cop that keep my uh, my gear in park, pull me out the car to give me black thought. Like, that's something that's not going to go away. You know what I mean? Like, that's something that everybody black, brown, you, you feel you feel that way. Mm-hmm. And it just so happened is getting highlighted again in the media as regards to what happened last week. So, I mean, a lot of this stuff that he, he's put out, it's very, it's very hardcore. It's very induced. Um... Very, very street sound, but there's just something about TDE's artists where they can just take this raw sound and they can deliver on a on a mainstream forefront, so mm-hmm. per se, where they make it uh, they make it appealing that it, you have no choice but to buy in, buy the records. True, and, and even they go everything from the videos to the right. how they drop the album and everything. And I love his, I love the way that he set up the. Um, the Black Thought video? Yeah, but the oh. black yeah, but that's yeah. that's actually part three of Oh is it? Yeah, yeah by, any, a whole movie. by any means is part one. one. By any means is part one. And then they actually did Tookie Knows Two is mm-hmm. part two and then Black mm-hmm. Thoughts Three. Um on, and Tookie though. Knows Two, man. That's so I, I was I, very eh on that last track. See uh, very for, eh because it didn't me, really have that like that ending. It was like because to me, like, your album has to have a great opening and then, like, a really great ending. And the way it just ended, it was just, like, it was it was cool, but it was, like, maybe just one more track. See, for me, I, the, reason, me. the reason why I liked it is because, obviously, Tookie Knows 1 is just an interlude. 
off of um, habits and contradictions. Mm-hmm. So then he's not. There's nothing spit. It's just he. You know, he's making doing his ad lib sounds, and then he just says "tooky nose" at the end. So you're kind of like, fears back. You're like, man, like why didn't he just do a song? This one, it like actually dives into it. I like the fact that he got two guys that we've never heard of. Yeah. Like his homeboys. So it gives it that authenticity of, you know, we might die for this. You know, as far as him talking about, you know, the gang culture. Kind of how like but, still Brazy was. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But in a sense, we might die for this. I saw a few of the protests and people had picket signs saying we might die for this. So it's mm-hmm. something a lot bigger than, you yeah. know, the gang culture. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the stuff that they're talking about in, in the song, it, it, it resonates and it's got meaning. Like it's one thing and this is what i've been this is what i've been having conversations with the past week um because the I, I, i've been paying attention to certain artists that have remained silent over the last week um but they love to brag they love to brag about you know they do they put on for the culture and they do this they do that but they're nowhere to be Ah, uh, we, we, we... Oh, you tell me not to be petty. Uh, yeah. You might as well just say it, bro. Well, I said it last week. I don't like Young Thug. So, I mean, no. I guess if I can go into more detail with that, I, I don't like... Young, of course it's Young Thug. I just didn't really pay attention, period. At the end of the day, there were... I just noticed how he was quiet stuff. once again. Of uh, course the he's first quiet. T- the reason why I don't like Young Thug is he had an opportunity, um, whether it was the BET Awards or the BET Hip Hop Awards. It was BET Hip Hop Awards. He had an opportunity to speak on... Ferguson. Yeah, it was Mike Brown, right? Yeah, yeah, they have the opportunity to speak on Mike Brown, and he shut the reporter down. And was like, no, nah, I don't want to talk about we that. Yeah, money, we get money. We talking about jewelry, this is that. And ever since then, it, it rubbed me the yeah. wrong way. Like, oh yeah, he said this last year, a couple years ago. Like, it, it could have been me, it could have been my brother, it could have been, been my cousins, brother. it could have been Busby, it could have been anybody. And he like, would have shunned us down for for stuff that you can't take when you die, and that's something that can be material can be taken away just like that. Yep. Like just because you have it today doesn't mean you have it tomorrow. So for me, Fuck it's, always, it's always rubbed me the wrong way. I, you know, as whether he's on his features, that's one thing. As far as a solo artist, I will not support Young Thug. I have not, and I will continue not to do so. Um, but in saying that, what would you reason, rate this project? Well, we could get there first because in saying that, <laughs> the the point of bringing that up was is that even though this the content is reflective, there's a good amount of songs that are reflective of the gang culture. There's a message through it. It's not like he's just throwing all this stuff out there just to be gangbanging. Yeah, I feel it. Like, there's a message behind it. Same thing with Still Brazy, like I mentioned last week. Like, there was a message behind all this. Like, it wasn't like, yeah, I'm banging. This is how I want to live. This is our life. It was like, well, you know, this is kind of the life I was given. And it's the only life I knew until, you know, I got a little money and, you know, I was able to to choose a different path. Um So it's something I could I greatly appreciate. And, you know, obviously being a TD artist... It's it's good off my book. Now, as far as ratings go, I I haven't given it a rating yet. I mean, I don't I don't like giving out ratings within weeks of listening. I feel like I need I really need to sit on projects, especially nowadays, considering mm. how the the frequency of all music, music just keeps so popping out. Mm-hmm. Um, so as far as ratings goes, I I can't give you a number right now. Mm. I shouldn't say I can't. I don't like saying can't. I won't give you won't, a number right now. It'll just change up. But as yeah, of right yeah. now, what would you give? As of right now, I mean, I it's it's if I'm going off of right now, it's got to be in my top ten of the year. Okay, so like what a four out of five? 
five out of five. I'm saying, like, I mean, I can't can't rate it right now. It's just <laughs> I can tell you what I give it. I mean, it's like, it's it would be in my top ten right now. As of right now, I give it like a three and a half to four in my chain. It might it will go to a four. I will enjoy it, but you know, give me time. So. Interesting um, thing that happened to me with Schoolboy Q. I went actually went. It was like an ASAP Rocky show, and I didn't really know who Schoolboy Q was, but he was he was performing, and I was like taking photos or whatever. Guess who was right by me in a hoodie that I did not even know was him until he like ran onto the stage. You guys played a guessing game. <laughs> you gonna play a guessing game? You wanna play a guessing game? You can play. I know what you're talking. Uh, I, I know. Talking. I know. Do you? Yeah, probably. No. I know. Mr. K. Dot. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was you, like, oh my god. You'll never know. I mean, unless you're looking for him, he's my height. I'm yeah, and yeah, I'm five six on the record. Like, so I mean, had a, um, SF Giants hoodie, and he was just like five foot something. <laughs> Just chilling. I'm like, he looks like a normal dude. Yeah. Did you say hi to him? Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, can I take a picture with you? <laughs> 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 so I have a picture with him. But, um, nice. Random. Okay, so we're going to talk about Joe Budden. Oh, you're not going to rate your oh, shit? Well, what are we missing? <laughs> Before we get into that, I want to shout out my youngin' Joey. Somehow, someway, this man and his brothers, my boy James and their youngest brother Christian, they somehow end up at all these concerts, front <laughs> row, live and center. And when they when Schoolboy Q uh, popped off the little promo stops, um, he stopped his show. And in the middle of the show, he sh- actually shouted Joey out and said, "That's my biggest fan. He shows up at every show I have, front and center. Every show. That's so, crazy. That's and, super fan shit man, right there." And the, the last name's uh, Guell, so I call him Guelluminati because I have no idea how the hell they're always there, front and center. But shout out to Joey because that's a big feat for. Any artist to stop their show and give you a props. So like every TDE show, every TDE show, he's he's got pictures of them. Not just the TDE shows, but the meet and greets. What the fuck? How, what all of the like, all of them hanging like somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> like when we go back down to LA, like, I keep trying to hit him up. Like, yo, I need a plug. Like, he I need to give you the damn plug. Man, that's that's, that's <laughs> little homie. <laughs> if I if I need it, he got it. It's it's, it's gravy. It's all good. Hey, so what'd you give Schoolboy Q's album, Ivana? Like, what would you rate it out of five? I don't know why he presses for that. Well, I'm just trying to get some ratings out of y'all so you can get an idea. I mean, you get an idea with yeah, where so we would put it. Back and just be like, oh, but you said. Yeah, no, not you even. You said it was a 3.7 nah, or whatever. Nah, 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 nah. That's why I said as of right now. That's what it, because it will change. So mm-hmm. yeah. I haven't even, I haven't even, I honestly haven't even gotten to grading this. Because you got mad at completely. me when I told you I was, I was amp about it. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I was just like, you're I, praising, you know, the life of Pablo. Because and I'm I just, love the life of Pablo. Yeah, but I'm going back listen, me. But I'm listening, going back listening to it lyrically, and I'm like, huh? But like, still. I like I like the life of Pablo, too, but I mean, lyrically, you know, is it, you know. I know lyrically, but like, it, ha- it grabbed me from the first, you know, I'm, he I'm, had I'm, me at, you know, I'm model. Just saying, I'm just saying. <laughs> and bleached asshole. That's when I, he I, had I, me. Like, you know <laughs> that's what he had me, bro. I'm just saying, when you got lyrics like that, but, you know. Hey, but that's, hey. It, it will grow on me. I will like it probably by next month. I will say Kanye, <laughs> Kanye did spit some bars on this album. Okay, you know, the, okay, 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 okay. Bars. I love the bars. I don't bars. get how people don't like that verse everyone online saying they hate that verse and kanye's watch. matter of fact no trolling aside that's a top five verse all time just for simple fact you know he how said long he felt he... like kobe no he just said okay okay how many how long did he come up with that he just sit there oh, and just was, write okay it was okay, six okay. times okay. it was six times i bet the last time instead of okay it was okay a y too and just to just... put some emphasis on it <laughs> walking living legend man i feel like kobe yeah that part <laughs> yeah no pun intended 
Well, yeah, so in other news, another little light news, distraction news, Joe Budden is still obsessed with Aubrey. Uh-oh. Completely obsessed with him. He dropped another diss track to him called the... Wa- said it wasn't a diss. Oh. It, mm, mm, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Why you fix your face like that? That's, that's, don't, don't do her like that. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, the, the look of disgust. Like. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Nah, what? Damn, you just messed me up. Anyway, he did. He's obsessed. He's obsessed. He did a song called "Wake." Well, pretty much, he probably was mad that Drake didn't respond to him. So you gotta warm that shit up. Microwave right there. Yeah, we all we all had pizza. We all like Ivana bought us pizza. So yeah, we all should thank her. I mean, you guys can say thank y'all eating the pizza, but we eating the pizza. That shit good as fuck. As a result, she's getting the most airtime today. Just Ever. know that. So I'm trying to remain relatively silent. But you were just talking for a goddamn 15 minutes, well, though. I'm done now. I'm done now. Yeah, we're gonna eat. We're gonna sit back and get this pizza though. But um, Joe Button, wait. He was just talking shit as always, but this put like I didn't like the first like diss track, the first response, quote unquote, because he just wasn't really saying anything. It was just like, all right, bro, whatever. But this shit right here, the shit he was saying on this shit, let me just look up some of these lyrics because he just went in. Like he really went in there to just like get him. He said, Gucci wasn't home two seconds before you wrote his dick. Bam. Right there. Um, what was the other one? He was saying, you took Party's record and put it on your party record. Bam. Like, and there's like so much stuff. He called him a culture vulture. He was saying so much stuff about Aubrey that it was just like, damn, he has to respond to that. But then when I really think about it, he's not going to respond. Because he loved this. Oh, I'm, I don't he really. I love, I just love the fact that everyone's seen, seen him for what he is. He's a pop star. Drake is a pop star at the end of the day. Like, I said it last week. JC said it last week. And now I'm going to say it. So next week, Ivana going to say it. It's going to be like a three... <laughs> like every three weeks, we're going to keep reminding you guys that Drake is a pop star. Pop stars don't respond. I mean, shit, Taylor Swift probably will respond before fucking Drake does. Damn, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... I mean, she did go at Kanye. She goes at Kanye, shit, like, shit. I mean, he, you know, the tour is going to happen, the whole Summer 16 stuff, but this is hip-hop right now, and everyone's all going like, oh, you know, he's too big to respond, he's too big for this, and Joe Budden went on record saying, I don't care about record sales, I don't care about the memes, I'm not Meek Mill, this is, I don't care about all this, all I want him to do is rap, because he is a Drake fan, believe it or not, and he wants to get that MC out of him, because he knows it's in him, but at the end of the day, did he write those lyrics? He's probably not an MC, he's probably Lil Bow Wow. I've said it once, I said that again. He is probably Lil Bow Wow. And then, like I said last week, is he going to respond? I'm not banking on it. I mean, if he did, he'd probably give him half a bar. But other than that, it's not in him. I don't think... think... How about Drake's response to me? Do you think that someone wrote that? Most likely. No, you can't... You, like, everything, ever since Meek Mill said that stuff, I've questioned everything that's came out of his mouth. Pause. Who was um? Who was old boy? Not Quentin Miller. Oh, punch. Uh, who was old no, boy shut that up, left? Shut up. Oh shit! Not punch. What's his name? What's his name? What's his name? What's his name? The one that was uh that sued him or something oh, like that. You know what I mean? His bodyguard. What the fuck is his name? Chubbs? No, not Chubbs. No, no, no. I know who you're talking about though. I want to say his name was Ahmed, but I know that's not right. No, because he went on video. Remember, he kept going on video and was just Moji, right? The Moji. That dude. might be right. You probably. think he wrote that and then got fed up when he didn't get paid? I don't know. He probably he man. Drake has so many writers right now. You que- I question everything, even from comeback season. I question everything he's ever rapped. It's, I mean, 
For the record, I have no problem with pop stars. Me neither. I just feel like if you're representing hip-hop, you got to do this for the culture. And you got to respond. I mean, Eminem responded to Benzino. Benzino was running the source. And the, to the average hip-hop fan, nobody knew who the fuck Benzino was until he dissed Eminem. And Eminem could have just shut up because he was, at that time, he was on top of the world. Number one album, number one movie, mixtapes, everything. He didn't have to say a damn word. But the MC in him, he had to respond. Jay-Z responded to 50 Cent. With I mean, um, how to rob? He respond. He responded to him saying, "I'm about a dollar." What the fuck's a fifty cent? And fifty cent was like, "Fuck you!" You replied to me. Kind of damn near made his career. I mean, I'll, I'll take it even further because you know I'm I'm a big student of of hip hop as a culture. Um, once upon a time ago, back in the late '80s, there was a kid by the name of Chris who heard MC Shan's record about uh, you know. What was it? Um, the the bridge. Oh, the bridge is over. Yeah, no, no, not no. That was that was Chris. Oh, the bridge where you know they were talking about um, where where hip hop you know was started or it wasn't even pretty much that it was um, you know it was just a story about talking about where they they came from. Mm. And MC Shan, if I'm not mistaken, was um, damn where is he? From mm. Queens. There you go. And then. Um, this kid named Chris, who would later become KRS-One, from the South Bronx. This is similar to that because he interpreted that track as, well, you're saying that hip-hop started in Queens. That's not true. It took place in the South Bronx. So he came out, made a diss record. At the time, KRS-One was a nobody. MC Shan you know, was actually putting in work. And MC Shan had an option. I could either respond to this nobody, or I could keep pushing. Because it's not about business and it's not about money. Mm-hmm. Like the arguments I've been seeing on Twitter. But MC Shan, understanding the the core and the, the ideologies of what hip-hop is and the competitiveness, he responded back. Mm-hmm. Which then had KRS-One respond back. And KRS-One's career took off from that. Mm-hmm. Now, they obviously since then, they squashed whatever they had. They're good friends. But the point of the matter is, I don't care if you're... In this case, I've even had people say that Joe Budden's a nobody. Please. I don't know how you've been nobody for 11 years and people know, or 12 years and people know your name. They're, they're, I, trying, they're trying to put that in their narrative. I, I don't understand. They, they, that. they think of love and hip hop. They think of all the little shit he does instead of the mic booth because he could rap his ass off. They just call him, call him a podcaster, right? They call him a podcaster. Meet me on stupid. Look, like Joe Budden said, he's stupid. Look, man, there's nobodies and then there's podcasters. I ain't seen one nobody and one podcaster stand on an XXL cover with the likes of Eminem before in my life. Mm-hmm. So that all needs to be killed, right? That needs to be stopped. Mm-hmm. The point of that is, is that whether you like Joe Budden as an artist, that's up for debate. Don't matter to me whether you feel like he's still relevant, whether he's washed. I really don't care. The man is very well-respected within the industry for being a lyricist. Mm-hmm. So from that standpoint... It's not no. Well, he's not relevant. He's not selling records. This ain't about selling records. It's about hip hop. This is about this is about me coming at you, testing your manhood, so per se. And and pretty much you it. had no problem flexing when it came to to Meek Mill. You damn sure ain't have no problem flexing on Diddy two years after Diddy done slapped you up in a parking lot. Mm-hmm. Come on, so, bro. So you know, and and Diddy ain't even had a record out. I mean, yeah, he had the the. The money making Mitch record, but I mean that was a Puff really... Daddy in the family. Like he ain't had like an album like that. Mm-mm. So for that argument, like that that's inexcusable to me. Like 
It don't matter to me if Drake wins, loses, we just wanna, ties. We just want to hear you rap. You know, we want to hear you respond. Put on for the culture. That's like, all we want. When you don't go, when you go on that OVO Fest stage or whatever, don't put Joe Button's face up there. You're probably going to do some sketch where you pretend you're a podcaster or some shit, and everyone on Twitter is going to be like, "Oh my God, he killed him!" But it's not going to be no rap. Like we just want to hear you rap. Go on OVO Red, acknowledge it. But you know, pop stars don't acknowledge shit. So there you go. <laughs> so we just we just want that. For, that's all we want for the. But at we the want end of the, the day, we want the police to stop killing us, and we want Drake to stop being a pop star. There you go. That's but what we want. But he's gonna be a pop star. So yeah. So at that point, like another thing, my homeboy told me this the other day. He he told me that the, Drake's downfall was gonna come like years ago, and I was like, well, I ain't gonna happen. And then the ghost riding shit happened, and then it was like he just ignored it. He hasn't even like. Got, got at it head on. He just ignores it. The fans are going like, oh, he's just lying about it. Dude, at the end of the day, I don't know. Something. <laughs> I had to say that. I just had a brain fart right there. I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess indeed. Shit. Anyway. Gossip shit. <laughs> gossip shit. Ivana has gonna tell us all the shit that's been going on. Let me know what's going on in the world, Ivana. Uh, what's going on? Where is Ja? Where is Ja? Okay. Where is Ba? Um, April Jones. Y'all gonna be like who? Yeah. And Omarion have split up. Oh. Okay. Shots broke up. Yeah. Why did they break up for? Um, they said it's mutual, which breakups are never mutual. Mm. They have two beautiful kids together. Beautiful, huh? They're, they're, they're cute. They're so cute. Yeah. Um, Isn't and like, um, Bow Wow, it... your favorite person in the world, <laughs> <laughs> is asking um, Omarion to like join him in Swaggy P and go to the strip club yeah. and do all this like wild single shit. Fun. And, mm, the strip club's a blot of me. They're they're ready for him to join the singles club, but um, that's going on. They they say it's mutual. I highly doubt that. I heard that she was texting a Mexican dude. Like he like. A- Marion found the text in his in the phone, and they were speaking Spanish. I thought like it was half so, was English, half was Spanish. I thought she tweeted something about all lives matter or some shit like that. And he got she, mad she about that. No, that, yeah, that it was not about that. Sure, it wasn't. But she did. <laughs> but I actually did see that on Twitter where she actually put "I'm single" and she put the That's finger the emojis finger. on. Yeah, yeah. which leads me to believe that there was There's hope for you. That, no, no, oh no, that there was a little <laughs> Rarigo that was in her uh, cell phone talking that, to her in what Spanish. What you thinking that the nails? Well, yeah, because I mean, anytime you're uh, you're flaunting, I'm single, and you don't want to divulge in a little situation. Now, granted, I don't need to know what's in their business, but if, <laughs> if you don't at least die, you know, put down those rumors, that just leads me to believe, like, okay, you you got something that you don't want known to the public. I can respect that because Omarion definitely ain't gonna be the one to talk about it because he's probably gonna go back to Chris Strokes. That's funny. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> Stop, dog. He ain't Rasby. <laughs> ah. Speaking of that, you you remember? I'm sorry, Von. Do you remember when uh, Rasby called Marcus Houston and he was cussing at him on the phone? And Marcus oh, yeah. Houston got fed up, said, "Nigga, don't be calling my phone." <laughs> calling my phone. <laughs> and he just hung up on him, <laughs> going all Ray J on him. I'm gonna take you down and rape you in the. Yeah. <laughs> now smack that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> like an inside joke, me and JC. Yeah, go on. Go on. We just assholes. How do you guys feel about Baby Future? Oh my and God. I told you about that this morning. Mama, give me a kiss. And then going to Russell and be like, Papa, give me a kiss. Petty Pendergrass. That's oh, what it is. Man. She's just petty. She just wants to start she drama, didn't, man. She didn't. She didn't. That happened. 
she it. knew what she was doing. Sierra knows what she's doing with all of this. She's trying to. It was, it she's was trying to piss off. He was getting his Russell Wilson is a pawn. I honestly don't care about it because it's none of my business. She's using that nigga, man. man. The Seahawks are gonna go 0 for 16, dog. I really hope that happens. She's not with Future. Why? Mamas and kids, like that's a pattern. He's had to. He's want to see if he kept it. Wicked, 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 wicked. A real man, huh? Um, yeah. Russell Wilson is he? He's a good man, but he's he's being used. He's right being now. hella used. And and I'm not saying that she's using him for love. Like I I I would bet money that she actually does love him. I would bet money that his relationship with Baby Future is actually authentic. I think it is. Would you be surprised if she goes back with Future? Like no, no. Future. She would never go back. If mm. if if, if that's the case, then that needs to be written into the WWE storyline because no. that's an awesome twist of hey, events. It could happen. It could um, happen. My thing is, I feel like just in the outfield, people, y'all know that. I just feel like Russ Wilson is being used as a pawn, and in this instance, I mean, when you think about how all this started off, like started at the Super Bowl, that's where it started. Well, no, it went back even deeper than that. I mean, Future was really dragging her throughout records before she even got with Russ, Mm -hmm. and I feel like when she, when they started dating, and she got this overwhelming, overwhelmingly positive feedback. It's kind of like, and she could tell it was getting under future skin. Then it was like, ooh. She ran with it. Yeah, like, and. I mean, any woman's going to run with, if you have a good man and you, you, you know, you're making it like he's mad and shit, you can run with that. I mean, and, and my thing too is, my thing is too is, I want to feel for future, but at the same time, you can't drag one of your baby mamas. And then when she knows how to play the game just as good or even better. We're not even saying you your start. name at a freaking nomination ceremony. Yeah, like, petty. I mean, I want to feel for him, but you know off top that women got that button. As soon as you press that button, mm-hmm. that petty level is going to go out of all time yeah, high, bro. So, I mean, you know, I want to feel for him, but at the same time, like, you kind of opened up that box. So, mm-hmm. I will say this, that these recent events, I am very excited for Dirty Sprite 3. I hope that is a classic as a result of oh, God, this. bro. Everything I'm expecting classic. I'm expecting if you're fire. Future, though, but if you're future though, how do you feel about your son calling another man papa? That'll piss me off. That'll piss any real dad out. That'll piss any dad off. Yeah. Like what, what the would fuck? You do? Shh, I can't say it on here. <laughs> man, you are on today. <laughs> you know, any, what would you do? Well, I, I wouldn't turn into Chris Benoit. <laughs> Damn, nigga. <laughs> I didn't say, I didn't say all that. <laughs> Come I mean, on, like bro. the direction you're going into. No, I wasn't going there. The fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, I, I, I mean, my my thoughts on it is that's something that's not. Yeah, I would hate for that to happen. Like, but what would you do? I don't know because I well. well, well so, okay, so, okay, first of all, okay, I wouldn't put myself in that situation. Thank I, you. Because I strap up. I I, I, up. I do not put myself in situations like that because at the end of the day, I do want a wife. I want to. I want. Children to grow up in a household where their parents are married. There's no drama. There's no baby mama this, baby daddy that. Yeah, so, that so I don't put mm-hmm. myself in situations that could compromise that goal later on in life. And having said that, if by chance I'm unsuccessful in doing that and I, I do end up in that case... You just got to do what you got to do to make sure you're in your kid's life so that, that does not happen. Yeah, because yeah, I mean... Pretty much. When, 
as Yvonne said, when you do have multiple baby mamas and you're on the road and you're partying all the time and, you know, it's just the time's being taken. At the end of the day, it's all about the kids. And when time's being taken away from the kids and another man happens to step in, I mean. See what, me, see what me when it comes to that situation. I just don't care because I ain't related to them niggas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so, you know, it might if it results in some good music, okay. I hope Sierra gets a hit one day would, again. Would you care if. if Future called us and said, I want the illogical podcast to be a part of my dirty sprite tour. Would you care then? I would care because he paid me. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> fuck Sierra at that point. <laughs> what the fuck? I'll be leaning the fuck out every podcast, man. Okay, one more little gossip situation. Um, Kim K. Oh, what does she do shit. now? What does what she do now? Two, two things, two things. Uh oh. She's serving uh, soul food on Sundays. What? Oh. And she's cooking this. A magnificent soul food that she got. Magnificent. Supposedly. So <laughs> I was like, she, you were there. <laughs> no, this is what she's doing, though. She's She got this, these recipes for this chicken and these greens and, you know, all that shit. And she's basically <laughs> inviting black people every day <laughs> oh my to, come God. And try, to come and try it. Damn, that's all Kanye. Get their opinion on video. On like Snapchat? Like, like, on Snapchat. Like, Damn, that's sad. So, Terrence J, how does this taste? So, oh, Kevin shit. Hart. Kevin Hart. So. <laughs> I pulled this up on Twitter. Chicken. He looks, he looks so frightened to say it sucks. He looks so terrified. I mean, at least she's trying. At least she's trying, man. Like, she's trying to, you know, be be like one of us, I guess. I don't know. Like, I mean, when black and brown folks getting killed, how how are you? What are you doing to impact? And I guess her way of helping impact is making like some Kardashian soul food. I'm not. I mean, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not mad at it. I I can't be the judge unless I taste. I mean, it. I saw that one video of Kanye just finishing his plate, and he just had this little look on his face, like, "Fine, I ate it." <laughs> I mean, it, it, nah. What would you rate that? What would you rate that out of ten? I mean, it looks just by decent. the looks. We're looking at a we're looking at a picture right now. I mean, we won't eat it because it's there. I mean, we niggas, but what would you rate out of 10? Oh, man, that's, that's a 7. Shit. See, at least she's trying. Yeah, I mean, at least she's trying. Just off the looks, that's about a She's trying. Seven. I mean, yeah. I mean, Imagine her at Thanksgiving, bruh. Damn. But she, 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 she's known for catering to her man. She, this whatever. Whatever. she didn't even do that for Reggie whatever. Bush, though. Because Reggie Bush probably know her cooking sucked. Yeah. I mean. She'd probably do something else, too. <laughs> Damn. I mean. Seven, probably what? I want to know who she's gonna invite next week. Oh, so who's so Terrence J and it was Kevin, Kevin Hart? Hart. Yeah, this this Sunday, yeah, Terrence J, Kevin Hart. I can't even think of who else. But the first week was John Legend. Just a bunch of black folks, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. So she's inviting the whole, pretty much the whole cast of to think like a man. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, bro. If you're into, if you're in think like a man, uh, yeah, I mean, clear your schedule. And Kanye was there, then he because you know, it's his wife, and he ate the whole plate, everything. I'm he sure just, he did. And he just sat there like with the disgusted look on his he face. He probably gonna write a song about it. Chicken, 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 chicken Not fried yet. chicken. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Don't steal that shit, yeah. I mean, he probably will. So, but um, gotta get yeah. your copyrights. So, in sporting news, Tim Duncan finally hung it up with his old ass. Man, How do you feel about that? I mean, uh, you're a Laker fan. You should be happy about that shit. So you can be uh, as petty as you want. I mean, laugh, nigga. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, I, but still, you a Laker you're extremist. Like That's what you called yourself. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you gotta understand. There's a difference between the Spurs and the Warriors. Oh I mean, my God. the Spurs with uh, with us and the Spurs, we've actually we've been in situations where the winner of that series usually ends up winning the championship. 
So there's a degree of hatred towards them, but there's a sense of that's a it's a respectful hatred. Like, man, y'all like I, I'm tired of y'all. Like y'all are knocking us out, but then we go back get our revenge, and then their fans do the same thing. I mean, we got that pretty much for all of Tim and Kobe's career. I mean, I think they played them like six times in the playoffs, and I think out of those six times, five times, if I'm not mistaken, five times the teams ended up winning the title. So I mean. I mean, what, what can you say about about Tim? I mean, he's arguably the greatest power forward in the game that True. the game has produced. I mean, he's True. class True. act. He, one thing that's rare in today's society is athletes that don't want to be bothered. And Tim was the personification of leave me alone. I don't want to be bothered. And he always played straight to the game. He didn't really do oh, yeah. no crazy dunks, no, just hella layups. and No flashiness, just straight. I mean, that's why his nickname was the Big Fundamental. So, I mean, and from, from that aspect, no, nah, I, I don't have anything bad to say about Tim Duncan's respect. Um, that Hall of Fame See, ceremony I mean, in about five years, man. You got Kobe and you got Tim Duncan headlining that because they're both first ballot. Shit. I mean, think about that. You got that, and then in the NFL Hall of Fame, you got Peyton Manning and Charles Woodson headlining that one. Mm-hmm. Like, man, that how many how many years do you think Tom Brady has left in him? Maybe two, two three. or three. Man, Maybe yeah. he could squeeze out four, depending on if, health. if he doesn't. If he doesn't get suspended again, <laughs> maybe deflate them balls, bro. Uh, and then in Warrior news, you know, this is your favorite news story, <laughs> of the week. dude. At seven in the morning. Seven in the morning, dog. I get a text. Yeah, first, first I look up and I see Tim Duncan retired. I go, oh, okay. And then I wake up again, and then I see, uh, let's see, another Snapchat from JC, and I'm just like, what the fuck? Oh, no, damn. Was like, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like, yo, Draymond, Draymond Green got arrested. She's like, yeah. JC sent me a snap, and I just look at him like, yeah, there it is. I ain't gonna look at it. <laughs> like, like yeah, so, so know, petty, so, dog. So you know, we, uh, you know, with with football and everything, we're on a summer break. We've been on some break. This is our fifth week, and then next week oh, we start uh, going up. Well, as far as the Raiders are concerned, we go to Napa for training camp. Um, oh, yeah, he works for the Raiders, everybody. I said that last week. Well, sometimes people don't listen. Well, they should. It's illogical sense. Well, so we got to They should. Sense. So go back and listen last week, and you'll put that together, and you can ignore Busby's interruption this week. <laughs> um. So in the meantime, you know, I've been whipping around for Uber and Lyft, you know what I'm saying? And that's, and that's side money. Let's, you know, just whipping around on the street, you know what I'm saying? You know what and saying? I ended up going, I ended up having to take a couple of passengers back to Daly City. I was in Daly City uh, with my younger brother. We were at City College San Francisco for two years. And, um, I'm pulling up to drop uh, the passenger off at the um, the BART station, and my phone starts buzzing off, and I'm like, oh, wait, what, what? And before I could even check the phone on the mount, um, I'm listening to ESPN radio, and, you know, breaking news, Draymond Green was arrested, and I never want to see anybody get arrested. That's not... Yeah, I was about to say that. that that's it's not, that's not cool. <laughs> that is not cool. However, <laughs> anytime that the Warriors are in a negative light... And I have a chance to be petty. You can't you can pass it up. I, w- I love being Duncan Petty, petty Hughes. Duncan Petty I Hughes. love it. You just made that up? No, that was from Class Act. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah see? Yeah, see? Okay. Yeah, see? Yeah, okay. I see I, I didn't want to be... Act. I didn't want to be... I didn't want to be Petty Pendergrass yesterday. I wanted to be Duncan <laughs> Petty Hughes. Petty Hughes. Yes. So when I got it, yes, of course, I went on all my snaps... You can hit me up, JC No Hunnits. JC No Hunnits. 
I went on all those naps and I started taunting all my regular Warriors fans. And I'm friends. not a Warrior fan, bro. Now I will say this: I gave Busby an opportunity because he I am not grew, a Warrior. He fan. says he grew up a Kobe fan. He loves Kobe's game. So I gave Busby a month. I gave him a month, and I said, Busby, all you got to do is just say you're a Lakers fan, I and it's all care. good, because there's about to be a storm coming, Busby, oh, and I'm, I promise you, if you don't join now, I can't help you, and I, 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 told, him, I told him this every day, I don't care, every bro. single day for a month, and finally, when the Warriors lost in the finals, and he still hadn't responded yet, I had to lump him in with everybody else. <laughs> my philosophy is, if you're not for me or with me, you're against me, and you're my enemy. And I love keeping my enemies close, which is why I'm sitting next to Busby Bruh, today. I don't care, but I tell you, I don't care. So, so but it gets it gets better because you're just I'm making you just I'm, making beef up like you're walking or something. But, well, if this ain't making up beef, you know what I'm saying? I to, I gave you an opportunity. But I told and you, you didn't I don't it. care. Well, now you gonna care. I'm I gonna don't make sure care. you care. You gonna make me a warrior fan out of spite? Yes. That's and that, you're gonna suffer. I'm not gonna suffer every single nothing. day for the rest of your life. So what what did he get arrested for? He got well, arrested for slapping a dude for taunting yeah, him at a club. He, and, and, and you know, I, I mean, you know, fans do act reckless, but I mean, you know, he probably told him, you know, hey, you suck for blowing a three-one lead in the I finals. I would have slapped him too. Well, for what? Because he got through. I blew a three-one lead. I don't want to hear that shit. Well, win the finals, and you won't have to deal with people doing that to you in the club. How about that? I, I, Why don't you put some responsibility on Draymond Green? How about he stop kicking people in the nuts so you don't I, get see, suspended for kicked, games? I would have kicked him in the nuts and slapped. Well, him. see, that's the first thing I thought. I thought <laughs> I thought he got I thought he got arrested for kicking somebody in the nuts because I was like, oh man. Man, that sounds way too familiar. Like, that'd be gold. That'd be perfect. But in fast-forwarding, yes, I was walking around the Westlake Shopping Center, and, you know, I was Picking taunting. Picking Pokemon? I don't do Pokemon. I never N- did Pokemon. Nigga, you need to be doing Pokemon, I, I will. I will make fun of you. I, oh, I, I do. You gonna make fun of me? Nigga, I, I gotta catch them all, nigga. I hope you end up in the wrong neighborhood at the wrong time, and they <laughs> steal all your Pokemon. How can they steal all the Pokemon's on a phone, nigga? Well, they erase all your data. I hope a group oh, of nerds hijack wow. you and... Wow, hijack me for my Mewtwo? Really? Yeah. For my Pikachu? I hope they don't... I hope Can you... someone explain to me what the hell is Pokemon? I have no Okay, idea. let me explain. Pokemon Go is an app that was created by Nintendo and Google, and what they did is that it's pretty much a live-action Pokemon. Pokemon, and they have Pokemon spread all over the world in your neighborhood, everything. So it's, it's, uh, it's, is it a visual? Yes, it's uh, yeah, pretty oh, much. It's on your phone. It's on your phone. You, you walk out. Yeah, you walk around and you just pick up Pokemon. You got Pokeballs and throw it. And that's what everyone's been doing. You get power ups. You get hella Pokeballs. It's like a live action Pokemon. It's fucking addicting. I never thought I'd do it because I thought I was like, this is stupid. But then when I started doing it, it started. I, uh, Pokemon just popped up in my house. I caught that <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> I caught that motherfucker. I did see like a, a little meme thing where it was like before Pokemon and then you're like big and then you after Pokemon. But you gotta like, catch them all, like, bruh. I got it, and it's kind of and it's and it's, it's, it's a it's also like yes, yeah, active. Run. No, you can run if you want. You can just walk. Yeah, and if you walk, you can hatch Pokemon and catch more so Pokemon. Yeah, Michelle Obama did all that shit, and then Nintendo and Google got that shit done in like a week. Now, like it's like the highest rated app ever, but you know, gotta be careful because you give out all your information. Let's See. Not spend too much time on Pokemon. Y'all need to grow up, niggas. Like, you really need to grow up. Tell, but before, tell the millions of people that. But before I finish, yesterday's news started with Draymond Green losing. But it ended with the Lakers Summer League team waxing that I, Warriors ass. I don't care. I don't care if it is the NBA Finals or it is a meaningless exhibition game on a regular basketball hoop and you only got two on two. If you are in official Lakers gear and you are sanctioned by the Los Angeles Lakers and you happen to play, I'm rooting for you and I'm laughing oh, right if there, you fail. And you don't become successful against them. I, so I don't care if all this argument, oh, it's just summer league. That's all you have to live for when you're a Lakers fan. 
Yeah, well, you know, everybody has a team in Summer League, and I guess yours wasn't good enough, which we shall go into a little bit more I detail. I don't care, bro. Have you noticed that? I don't care. Have you noticed that the Warriors care. finished 0 and I they went 0 and 3 in the last three games of the season, and since care. they signed Kevin Durant, they're 0 and 2 in Summer League? Have you noticed See, that? I have, uh, we have my house right do now, and care, I. Buzzy, do you care about my Lakers um, swimsuit that I was wearing? Yeah. <laughs> Put on. But you were wearing them Warriors. Nope, shit. Nope. <laughs> no, she's a nope, Warrior nope. fan too. No, nope. give me a high five. Nope, no. Nope. I care about nope. the Niners. But, but you were sporting the gear. That's that all I need. Shit, she was in L. A. Hey, first of all, I I done told you. <laughs> you sounding like a Warrior fan more and more each day it goes. I know. I'm a Niner fan. Jed York hater. Get it right. No, well, yeah, I'm a Niner fan. But fuck Jed York. Get that right. Fuck that old whole ass nigga for fucking up my team. Oh, there you go. Bitch ass nigga. See, that's when you that's when the pettiness comes out of me. Is when I talk about Jed York for fucking up my fucking 49ers. Oh, bitch ass nigga. You wouldn't have to get to that point if you just rooted for the Lakers and it wouldn't What the hell is the Lakers gotta do with the 49ers? Because then it wouldn't it wouldn't get <laughs> I wouldn't have to come antagonize you to the point where you start getting upset and need an outlet to go to somebody else. You know what I'm saying? It's all a cycle. <laughs> you refuse to see the bigger picture. The bigger picture of what nigga, what are you talking about? The Warriors about? are trash. <laughs> That's the bigger picture, man. Like, I'm just talking about the Niners, and he just rotated it back to the fucking Warriors. That's, that's the point. But, but speaking of... Bef- yes. We oh. will vaguely touch on Gilbert Arenas and Swaggy P. Oh, that video God. clip. Did you see that the video was clip? by far the most funniest shit I've on seen. On Gilbert Arenas' Snapchat? Where he... Okay, so... Are you doing a music video? No, no, no. no, so, no. so, a little backstory. Yeah, so, backstory yeah there's her. just a little backstory. <laughs> Gilbert Arenas, um, he was... He has no chill. Oh, my God. He's, he's amazing. He got ranch? His only... Oh, yeah, I got ranch. Nigga! Man, you interrupting my stuff for no, some ranch. No, I just said, that's all the ranch. It man. ain't even Wingstop Ranch. That's so Nigga, disrespectful. ranch. Anyways, uh, Gilbert Arenas, his only fault in his career was that he was a warrior at one point in his career. He went undrafted out of Arizona, and the Warriors picked him up, and he just blew up from there. And then he left for uh, the the Wizards, signed at the time was a six-year, $110 million deal, which was unheard of at that time. Now, fast forward to his final year with them. This young kid at a USC by the name of Nick Young had no playing time. You said UFC or USC? USC. I'm about to say the fuck. No, fuck USC. Brock Lesnar, the fuck. He uh, he couldn't get any playing time. Ironically, considering that was in the video. What? Oh um, yeah. And so what Gilbert actually did was he actually faked an injury or he faked being sick. So that way Nick could take over in the starting lineup, and then he admitted it like a couple days later, and it kind of like from that point on his relationship with the Wizwell. It wasn't that. I mean, you can't really have guns in your locker, like, pointing them at your teammates, to you know, in a yeah, fight either. Yeah. Um, but getting back to what happened last week. So, he, uh, they have, like, this big brother, little brother relationship type. Mm-hmm. So, I guess he went over, and uh, Nick wouldn't give him the, the code to his gate, so he had to hop the fence. He then proceeds into the house and starts. <laughs> oh my god! And starts just. He took your soul. <laughs> yeah. That's what just he starts, said in just there. Starts going at him, just asking him all like, just strap like, why are you always cheating on Iggy? <laughs> like, just no, no, no. The funniest part is how he was fucking with his kid, man. <laughs> oh, oh, Gilbert love the kids. Man, the fuck off my couch, nigga. <laughs> and I, I'll, I'll say this because I've seen a lot of people that are up in arms. Like he's like a big bully. Why is he messing with the kids? I, I, maybe it's just a black and brown thing. I, I don't know, but I can attest that. There's always that one family member, whether it's that cousin, that uncle, sometimes the aunt, where they just come over and that is your first encounter with a bully and you just got to deal with it. Like you just grow up and you just learn how to deal with it. And in that instance, 
Uncle Gilbert is little Nick's bully. Like he's just he got to learn how to deal with it. He's like, what are you? What did he say? Well, he was playing with like some little toy on the on the on the couch or whatever, and he goes, you know. You know, uh, you know, I love the kids, and he just looks at it and he smacks it off the couch. He's like, "Get the hell out of here!" And then, he, and then he, on the court, he's all going, "Oh, you got all this big court, but no playing time. And <laughs> you I still guess, can't get no playing time." And I guess little Nick, when so, when it wasn't on video, the ball hit him in the face, and so he's crying on the court. And Gilbert's laughing like he got hit in the face with a ball, and now he's crying. And then he walks up to him and he goes, "Do you like me?" And he says, "No." And he grabs a scooter and he throws it across the, <laughs> and the field. And Nick Young's like, "What are you doing to my son, bro?" It is hilarious. Oh, like, if you haven't seen it, look it's it like, up. It's fucked up humor because I got a fucked up humor. Right? I we mean, got it, a, yeah. we all got a fucked up humor. It's it's fun. It's comedy. Like, we kind of we're kind of fucked up. It's people. something that I needed to see to help. Yeah. smooth over what happened last week. It, go see it. And shout out to Swaggy P. Gabarinas. If you need me to petition to get y'all your own reality TV show, why? What? That's so disrespectful. What? The women. He is. Both of them. I mean, mm-hmm. shit. I mean the last the last thing he said is that he's going in on Laura. Laura who? His, his ex wife or whatever. You guys oh yeah, that's right. Oh he did. Oh damn. Yeah. He he all got quiet. Now we feel bad for slapping. I don't feel bad. I just said oh yeah. Psych. Well damn, like the anyway. the Michael Jackson video is playing in the background. He just looked at the screen and you know the laugh. Now he's looking <laughs> sad. Yeah. yeah, that just kind of brought the mood down. So, um, movies. That, yeah, that covers sports. I'm going with that. Yeah, so movies. I saw a movie last week. I always, If you follow me on Twitter, I always do Busby at the movies. You know, I'll let you know what movies to watch, what movies not to Oh, no, back to sports. One more thing. Shout out to Brock Lesnar for winning his UFC shit. No, it? no shout out to Brock Lesnar. No, That's we talking shout out. wasted my $60 for well, watching that crap. Well, shit. Anyway, he got $8 million off that <laughs> that tag, and he with WWE and UFC. He got his money. He got to do what he wants. So, shout out to the Suplex City is it, governor. Is, is, is that shit still real? I mean, fake? Is that shit still fake? Anyway, so I went to the movies, <laughs> and um, <laughs> I just I went to the movies last week. And I'll, if you follow me on Twitter, I do um, Busby at the movies, and I always talk about like the hottest movie that you should see. I thought you said you were tired of hashtags, though, and that's a hashtag. That's no, 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 no. That's a race. Man, shut your ass up. That's not what I meant, motherfucker. You I know what I mean. You know what I meant, you nigga. I wouldn't have said that if you just said you're gonna be a Lakers fan. I just want you to know that right up front. The fuck you on Facetime for? Because I need to clear off my stuff. Don't be worrying about what I'm doing. <laughs> this Lakers business. Don't you're be, not a part of it. Don't be thirsting. Oh, oh yeah. Hey. I, I watched Finding Dory. Uh, oh yeah, Finding Dory's a shit. So cute. Shit. Like my homegirl said, she saw that shit, but she was drunk and she said it was boring. Like why the fuck? Went you... to the movies to watch Finding Dory. Drunk. Oh. Yes, and then she said it was boring, and I'm like, of course it was boring because you were drunk. <laughs> person listening to this will know who I'm talking about but at the same time like what the fuck <laughs> but anyway I saw that um, Zac Efron movie Mike and Dave the wedding wedding adventure bullshit shit's cool for what it was you know so that's a go see or uh, you can go see if you want just so you can get a nice laugh and shit and what other movie you should see and then after that hi oh yeah JC's like filming me for his for his girl huh? <laughs> I watched The Purge Oh uh, yeah, I saw that movie. How was it? Um, it was entertaining. Like a lot of people say it kind of touches on what's going on, and I feel like it's something that might happen. Uh, I haven't seen. I didn't. I saw the first one. I didn't see the second one. This one. Um, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a scary cat. Like, it's not that scary. It was, it was, it was kind of scary. <laughs> I was like, Are you a scary cat? Or you just don't like gore because there's a difference. Mm. 
mm. combination of both. Gore. 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 So do you like that supernatural like, shit? I don't like all the blood and the chopping off the heads and the. Oh wow. And the, ugh. Yeah. Well. It was good though. <laughs> <laughs> but I was restless. I can't go to the movies. Like the chairs are so annoying. Like I have to like sit on the couch or. And Netflix and chill, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then what other movies coming out this week? Some other movies coming out. Well, some movie. I'm probably going to see, and I'll let y'all know if it's good or not. Well, just follow me on the Twitter, at MrBusby4O, like the lowercase O, 8. You'll see it on the SoundCloud, iTunes, all that crap. So, yeah, that's my little movie corner. I thought it would have been more in-depth, but I guess I was wrong. So, shit. So, is there anything else we need to talk about? Well, we cover everything. I don't know. What else is there? Shit. Michael Jackson's on my TV right now. As you said for the third time. I know, because everyone needs to fucking know. You're going to hear it, too. All y'all going to hear it. Yeah. You... there's more, but what? But it's like... Oh. Oh, what happened last night? The VH1... Oh, the VH1 the Honors. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's I didn't pay attention. I, like I said, I was I, watching, I I was watching Lakers whoop that ass. Was that Young Thug, that was Rich Homie Kwan. Rich, I, need a, I, need I need a full breakdown. I need a breakdown. I didn't watch it. What happened? I Okay, let me tell y'all what happened. They did a tribute, and Lil' Kim came out, and she did her little song with, like, the song she did with Biggie. And for whatever reason, they thought it would be... They they thought it would be... Oh, yeah, she did kill it. All of them killed in the Missy Elliott tribute. It was all good. And also, it was kind of ghetto, too, because it was live. I thought it was going to be taped, but it was actually live. So, like, Buster Rhymes was kind of going off script. He was cussing up a storm and all that. Speeches went long. And then Faith Evans was being hella petty. Oh, yeah, Faith Evans introduced Lil' Kim. She was hella fucking wow. being petty. She was all going like, oh, yeah, she kind of got into some fights even with me. Ha, ha, ha. I was like, wow, that's wow. petty. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, she introduced and she gave props to Lil' Kim and shit. And Diddy came out. And then, but what happened was that, um, what's that song that um, Kim and Biggie have together? Like the most well-known one? Wait, say that again? What's the song that Lil' Kim and Biggie have together? Because it, like, it escapes my mind. Get Money? Yeah, Get Money. They came out and did Get Money. And then Kim did her part, and then Rich Homie Kwan came out, and he just kind of, he just pretty much fucked up on the whole verse. Didn't even remember. He was just ad-libbing. Just fucked up on the whole verse. First of all, why was VH1 thinking that they wanted to get Rich Homie Kwan? Why couldn't they get Fabulous? Where was Jada Kiss at? Where was Fabulous? D-Block was there. <laughs> they were all there. What's the difference between Rich Homie Kwan and Young Thug? Well, Rich Homie Kwan, you can kind of understand what he's talking about. Young Thug, you don't understand I feel like shit. the same person. Yeah, to an extent. Then, you know, Rich Gang and shit, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, rich gang. Yeah. Uh, rich gang. But um, yeah, that's pretty much what happened. And you know, Rich Homie Kwan already apologized, and it was like a big uproar. Like, I mean, if you're gonna go out there and represent one of the greatest rappers of all time, you need to do your you need to do your research and learn his lyrics. At least have a teleprompter up there, stupid motherfucker. Karaoke. <laughs> Karaoke. I mean, that's all it really was. He really forgot the lyrics. He dude. forgot the lyrics completely. Well, what did he do? He just got quiet? He, no, he just was like, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, uh-huh, just ad-libbing shit, just making up words and shit. Lil' Kim tried to cover and tried to do Biggie's ad-libs, but he still just wasn't grasping it. Like, you could like, I mean, you could have gotten fa- Fabulous, you could have paid Hove, you could have gotten somebody, but, you know... Rich Homie Kwan, you got to do better, man. And I mean, he knew he fucked up. He, you know, he went on Instagram and apologized and shit. But what else happened on the show? Like, I, I was, it I was, was just a whole bunch of tributes. Like everyone killed it. Like Missy it? Elliott tr- killed it. Um, the Missy Elliott tribute, the Queen Latifah tribute. All it was like it was pretty dope. 
All of it was pretty was dope. Was it just focusing on the women? The women? Okay. It was just focused on the women. Okay. So. Yeah, somehow. I ended oh, up, yeah, Eve was up there. Yeah, because see, last night I was watching the game and then I went back and forth between that and Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Why do you watch Love and Hip Hop, my nigga? It's Why? a great show, man. What's so great about it? You just get to see how much better your life is compared to other people, <laughs> especially people with money. They got money? Oh, only only person who makes any type of sense on that show is Cardi B. And she's like the most well, ratchet she's, person. That's the wrong one. What do you mean that's the regular Love and Hip Hop. This one's Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Oh, yeah. They got hella of those motherfuckers. Can you imagine if they did a Love and Hip Hop Bay Area? No, because people would get shot. Yeah, they And would. that'd be the end of the show. <laughs> if one, ep- one episode in. Yeah. The first episode <laughs> would be them at a taqueria and they get into an altercation and somebody gets shot in the leg and then that's the end. <laughs> at a taqueria, though? Yeah. <laughs> There's seminar <laughs> and some and some rap cats. Well, are, they just keep it in San Francisco or something. And some rap cats are gonna find it out that they share baby mamas with some dude that works the toll booth at Bart. Damn. So you know, I don't think that's necessarily gonna work. That would be good television, though. I mean, it'd be great, but I'm just I'm <laughs> fearful for people's safety. You know, like, true. I mean, when you're dealing with like Atlanta and New York and Hollywood, and you know, at least these guys have names that they gotta protect somewhat. You know. I, I love I love my, my folks out the bay, but you know, they don't have that same ideology. No, they, no. they, they just don't know how they, to act out here. Yeah, an issue with you, they gonna two chains comes that. out here for some weed, he gets robbed. Chris Brown tries to perform at Fiesta like a fucking idiot. What happened? You get shot. What oh, the niggas getting it in over there. Nigga getting it in. Oh, Chris Brown. That's what we need to talk about. Chris motherfucking Brown. What's he up to now? Well, besides losing his manager and his publicist, you know, just fucking up. What do you do now? Damn, his show got canceled. Damn, his show got canceled. He had, show. Too? he had some kind of show getting canceled. Or something. Well, like last well, uh, like a TV show or a like concert? A yeah, oh, okay, okay. It's like when do you get a TV show? Like I, <laughs> okay. I just from like pretty much he fired his manager because he said his manager was stealing from him, so he beat up his manager. His manager suing him. His publicist quit. He beat up his mom? No, his man. No, some other dude. <laughs> No, no. Oh, his man. mom ain't managing him? No, oh, hell no. Oh, she's man. Not, I'm about to say, he broke man. a window. I'm about to say, man, why is this man still free? Like, lock him up. <laughs> what is he doing? Yeah, he beat up his manager. He beat up, um, like, he, he threatened his publicist, and his publicist just quit. And, you know, he urinated in some little hotel and shit like that, even though he said that didn't happen. But at the same time, man, Chris Brown's losing his damn mind, man. That's so unfortunate. He's coming, creeping on a... Pictures. He always does that. He's a, he's a he's a psychopath. He is a legit the crazy boyfriend. He's crazy. I mean, Lamar. Man, sick he, man. He, he got um, escorted out of a double oh, fight because he was drunk and vomiting and all this stuff. See all the oh, shit oh, going on. Chloe, like where you at? Like damn, Chloe is not a babysitter. Chloe kind of. keep going. With Chloe, did, I feel like she did the best she could. My yeah. homeboy, uh, she could. my homeboy Brandon. Shout out to my homeboy Brandon Younger. His downfall is he's a Warriors fan too. But what the fuck? But that, that's my that's my dog. He's, he's a big time Raiders fan. He actually played uh, in high school with uh, Marshawn Lynch. That's still his boy to this day. Um, he actually was coaching um, a 19 and under uh, USA team um, with a few other coaches. They actually went. They got back from China a couple of days ago. He said he saw Lamar Odom in the airport, and then I just read the report today, and I'm like, I I'm like I'm getting ready to like fall on bended knee, like praying to the heavens above, like. Pray for Weezy, too. Please. Oh, yeah. Oh, Weezy yeah. Another one. Another one. Did he put Another the styrofoam one. down, or is he still messing he's with still, that? He's still doing the shit. Lord have mercy. Nasty. I tried it. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Yeah, he's still doing that shit, bro. And I, man, I don't even want to say it, but yeah. It's like the last verses he's been spitting lately. I, man, he, he, man, I don't want to say it. But No, go ahead and say it. I no, I I'll say it for it. you. It's trash. 
No, well, that, okay. It's garbage. It's the like last, the last, the last else. three or four, the last three or four years of his career have been garbage. I'm trash. talking about what's going to lead into the trash. The trash is going to lead to, like, I, I hate to say it because Wheezy, at one point, was the man. He was the bar. Oh, but now I understand why Birdman is not. I owe Birdman an apology. <laughs> I really do because I went bad on Birdman last year for not dropping Carter Five. Carter Five, and then I heard that free Wheezy album. I immediately went back to Twitter and I tagged that man. I said, I am so sorry. You obviously know what is right and what is wrong. And what is wrong is putting out a Wheezy album Damn, and bro. trying to sell it. I never looked at it either. I, I, at all. That free Wheezy album was garbage. Which one? Oh, the free. Oh. My brother loves Little Wayne. So and he, he hated he, it? He always forces Little Wayne music on me. Like, when I listen to this, listen to this. Never mind. Nah. <laughs> that album is garbage. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I, <laughs> I pray and I hope that one day he finds his way back to what he used to do. He, but Nah, that ain't gonna happen. He's done. Yeah. But his replacement so far has been Jaquez or Jaquiz. Oh, yeah. No, he's not no damn replacement. This well, that's how work. Birdman is... So no. if you if you watch the the, the music mogul show on on BT, I know who the fuck that nigga is. Man. Yeah, that's how he's marketing. He's marketing but him it's like not gonna work. he's marketing him like he's 1999 R&B hot boy Wayne. But that's not gonna work though, because people ain't that. Well, people are idiots. Niggas are idiots. Word to OG Mako. But bitch, you guessed it. Even though there's all this shit, you never talked about Little Wayne. Um, he does have a Little Louisiana two or something like that. Oh my um, lord. Show. What no, not times? a not a um. Not a mixtape or anything. Oh, yeah, it's, it's a, a show. Concert I mean, they've been... Two ch- okay. Yeah, 2, ch- yeah, two Chains yeah, and Wheezy, they've been, you know, they've been doing it, even though you hate that damn album. That album was garbage. Collie Grove? Collie Grove. Oh, man. There were some tracks, but the rest was just blah. It's one of those albums... I, I like I like 2 Chains too. I kind of... I like... I, I want to get it off. There's going to be... There's going to be a lot of... There's going to be a lot of <laughs> projects that face, I... Man. There's going to be a lot of projects that I say over time that are garbage and trash. It's no reflection of how I feel towards the artist. I just feel like... People, because artists get too complacent and they just put out anything. They get lazy. He's like a smart. Oh, he's he's, he's very smart. He, his music is so dumb, like fucking dumb. No, dumb. compared to the music that's out right now, yeah, I guess when you that, listen, yeah. when you listen to like like his last his first two albums and shit, it's like wow, this is actually kind of. Deep. I used to hate Two Chains. I used to hate his ass. I always liked Two Chains. I don't listen to it. Like I just check that out. I don't listen to his albums, I always like. I like Two Chains back when he was Titty Boy and DTP. He still is. I've Titty always like Two Chains. I still call him Titty Boy. But pause. That Collie Grove album is garbage, and I'm not going. The Free Weezy album was garbage. You know what album really pissed me off back in the day? Since we talking about garbage albums, Nicki Minaj's Roman Reloaded. I fucking hate that fucking album. Everything she's put out since. No, her no, first no, no. Album I'm talking garbage. about Roman Reloaded. That well, I'm album, saying that everything she's put out since her first album is garbage. No, 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 no. I'm just saying straight up. Yeah, yeah, she does. Exactly, and well, I mean, all the is, verses was credited on. Song. And all the verses she freaking spits out lately have been trash, just absolutely yeah, trash. She's just stupid. What? I don't know. Yeah, she she's like, just an idiot. Like like little like Joe Budden said, he called her stupid. She has like and Miley Cyrus even said back then like she's not a good person, and her actions of late kind of showed it. Even when you see on social media and everything, her and Meek are meant for each other. But back to what I was saying, Roman Reloaded pissed me the fuck off. And this is I'm getting memories. I'm in flashbacks thinking about that because I liked Pink Friday, mm-hmm. and when I first heard the first, I'm like, okay, let's see how she goes, see how she tra- how she progressed. And then I listened to that bullshit, the first track. I was like, what the fuck is this? And then I just started listening to more trap. I'm like, okay, this is kind of garbage. But then at the halfway point where that shit turned to starships and went completely pop, I got so pissed off. 
Like, it was like, what the fuck are you doing, bitch? Like, why did you do that? You were the chosen one. I was sounding like Obi-Wan Kenobi. You were the chosen one. She was trying to make super bass over and over again, man. And it was just, I mean, it still went platinum. And then she released a pink print, which was, I was it was I it was garbage. Call it what it is. It was I. It was garbage. It was just I. But name a song off that that wasn't a single. That wasn't a single. See, you took too long. It's garbage. Anytime you have to ask the question back, so you years ago. If you have to ask the question back, just to get you to rejog your memory, it's garbage. It's garbage. I was trying to think about it. Oh, let me let me look it up. Oh, see, you gotta look it up. That's <laughs> how. Yep. Yeah, see. Oh, I gotta look it up. You're right probably now. gonna name a Meek Mill song just because of the no, fact that still still together. No, I won't. Let's see. Pink print. I mean, and side note, so we don't keep focusing on garbage. Shout out to Big Crit. I'm halfway through the the freestyle series that he dropped last week. That oh, man yeah. went out. That was that was dope. Uh, I'm trying to look. Yeah. yeah okay. You're right. Shit was. I, I don't know. All this is not memorable. Oh, I listened to Jameson. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. How'd you like that? How'd you like that? To a lot of it, but I went and searched his name, and, and it was, his videos are very weird. But they're, <laughs> they're, they're interesting. Okay. It was good. No, it was really good. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Well, um, yeah, that's pretty much all we have today. You know, we were just talking all shit like we always do, and I hope it brightened y'all day. And at the, at the end of the day, JC, I don't give a fuck about the Warriors or the Lakers. You so until then, you thank you care. for listening to the Illogical <laughs> Podcast with me, Busby, Ivana Mama, and JC. Laker gang! Anyway, bye. <laughs>